This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned to episode 250, 250 of The Real Word. Word is up. I got you a gift, Nicole. Last, when we hit 200, you got me a gift. I am afraid. And I have a gift for you now. Oh, you really have one? Episode 250. Shut up. Yeah. Do I have to unwrap it? Oh, look, you found our bag. If you're on YouTube, hit the, hit the <laughs> thumbs up. I'm giving Nicole a gift because she gave me one for episode 200. We've been doing this show since... 2017. 2017, yeah. It's so funny. I was sending you videos of like ahead, five it. years ago and then... Open it up. You, <laughs> you don't want to open it? Were you like, oh shit, why is she asking where the bomb is? What are you, re-gifting? I'm re-gifting. I'm a re-gifter. Oh my God, you're an asshole. <laughs> this is what Nicole got me for episode 200 and I've well, now given it back to her. Look at you though. I will give you a few props for actually getting a bag. The bomb. You found these in the basement. Bobby found it. So oh, props. good old Bobby. Yeah. Like, do we have any like Amazon boxes? Oh, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> you're, you're the bomb. You're the bomb, Nicole. All right. Let's. We actually have a oh, really. I was nervous there for a minute. I thought it was something that I was going to have to act excited over that I didn't really like. Yeah. So this is way. If better. you're a regifter, drop that in the comments. Love to know what, what you've regifted in the past or received as a regift. We actually have a really action-packed. You're podcast. excited about it. I am. I mean, th this first racket on open door mm -hmm. we're gonna go into depth here on this a little bit and then and then there's a break we should story. show them our breakdown you drew beautiful photos yeah well, well we're gonna go through yeah, the whole thing there's a breaking story for racket number two line for it and uh <laughs> all right let's jump right into it. racket number one open door faces ex existential crisis you, you as practice. i i practiced the word and i knew i'd screwed up anyways <laughs> existential mm -hmm. crisis is i buying fights for survival the company recently reported a nearly billion dollar loss we covered that and now has uh and has now dramatically rearranged ex executive lineup as the cash buying sector contends with a slowing market okay so just this in this past week mm -hmm. ceo eric wu who is you know, he's the face of iBuying, let's say. Okay. He started this company in 2014 after selling a company that he recent that he previously built in the real estate space to Trulia. He sold that in 2013, started mm -hmm. this in 2014. When he started, he wanted to have an algorithm that predicted prices better than anyone or anything in the industry. And he right. wanted to make the home selling process mm -hmm. a whole heck of a lot easier. That right. that was his mission in 2014, starting open door, obviously raised a whole bunch of money. Had tons of competition, whether you know Redfin or Zillow, right. who have both since faded out. Right, they're the loan company kind of standing. You got Offerpad, but Offerpad just was notified that they're probably going to get delisted because their stock's been trading under a dollar. Hmm. Open Door, by the way, had a peak in 2021 of thirty-five dollars a share. They're now at a buck fifty. You nice. can scoop them up for. So they may be getting a. But do you want to scoop them up delisting. for a buck fifty? No, I've never no. bought Open Door stock. No, I've battled people in the comments. This is not a market maker. This is just a bigger version of what's always happened. People buying homes for cash from people that want a quick right. sale and they tried to scale it. And now there's a debate on, is this ever going to work? Right. Yeah. Well, and we, I, I feel like we've been debating this. Remember even when Brad, what well, he did like the top. That 50% of deals would be I buyers. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that was, clearly the worst prediction That was like three ever. years ago. That was yeah. like 2019. Yeah. All right, so Open Woke, co-founder and CEO, has now stepped down. He is going to become the president mm -hmm. of the marketplace. Right. So he's staying in the company. Let's staying be clear in. here. He's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. He's shifting over to marketplace. We're going to talk a lot about that and 
And if you're an agent, if you're a broker, if you're a team leader, this marketplace thing is something you need to know about. Mm -hmm. Ooh, it should be in a left, middle, right. Not necessarily because it's going to come and take your business or anything like no. that. But, but there's some, some, there is some creativity things there. Things to be learned. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so he's going into that role. The CFO of Open Door, mm -hmm. who has a you know, big finance background, obviously, mm -hmm. going into CEO means that Open Door is, is really focused on money, mm -hmm. you know, with their, with their stock basically all the way at the bottom. Uh, the Open Door president, Andrew Loaki, he resigned. So he's, he's out. 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 Uh, Mike Del Preti, who does great stories for him, and we've talked about him a bunch in a the bunch. past. Mm -hmm. And this is an intimate article, which we'll link below. Mike, when asked, what does this mean with Eric going into a new role and the president leaving, leaving. the company? Yeah. He says it's like as if the vice president and president both of DC right. were to resign at the same time. Right. Yeah. I know half of America would be very happy if, if that happened, but I don't, I don't foresee that happening. It, it's that type of a shakeup. Right. For Open Door, in Mike Del Preti's words. All right. So um, this article goes into. You know, they're fighting for this survival. It's a huge moment through Wu stepping down as CEO, uh, though uh, Wu stepping down as CEO has been the headline dominating the news. Open Door's actual announcement is a bit more complex. Him not leaving the company and taking over this exclusives product. Open Doors, yeah. Inman did a great article middle of November that I think slipped under the radar. It slipped under my radar. Yeah. Here's what you need to know about Open Door exclusives. We so dove into this a little bit. We'll link up this as well. Uh, the iBuyer has uh, launched a new marketplace. So this is just two weeks ago. Now Eric's stepping down, taking over. Yep. You know this. Uh, this new marketplace to connect home buyers and sellers. The move comes as the housing market continues to slow, and as iBuyers face gathering headwinds. Th they have to. They could be next. Like the company. Like that's going out of business like mm -hmm. Zillow offers did, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in the hours leading up to Open Door's early November earning reports, the company made the announcement it was launching this new marketplace. It's going to connect these home buyers and sellers directly. Directly. When you, and you should- Which is never a good idea. Everybody should go mm -hmm. on Open Door exclusives, opendoor.com forward slash exclusives. This is exclusive prices for 14 days. Well, let's be clear, though. It's in only two cities in Texas. Dallas and Austin. Yes. They're the only two cities. Their goal is to expand this into other markets. Right. Open Door is putting Open Door owned homes mm -hmm. on the platform in those two markets, but they're also allowing sellers directly to list on the platform. Think for sale by owner on what they would probably consider steroids. I, I, guess. I would consider it steroids maybe in Austin and, maybe. and Dallas. Maybe. But you can get a FISBO on MLS. You can get a FISBO right. on Zillow. So, I mean. So these are exclusive prices for 14 days right. that are not on the MLS. Correct. So these homes will not go to the MLS for 14 days. Right. So it's uh, kind of like a, like a coming soon skirt around in my mind right if you're doing a two week coming and soon this would be a way that the seller during those two weeks could potentially sell it before it actually hits the market here at the bottom of the website if you're thinking well, well how are but they it's not mls oh. related so maybe it even couldn't be part of the coming soon well, open door is a brokerage right, right. so so how are they getting uh, around mm -hmm. this i'll read the fine print at the bottom of the website open door owned exclusive so their own properties mm -hmm. 
are owned and advertised by Open Door and its affiliated companies for these homes. No listing, advertising, or marketing services are provided by and no commissions are received by the Open Door brokerages as part of the exclusives program. Now, here's the one where they've created a basically shell company, mm -hmm. if you will, yep. to handle these customers, or maybe not a shell, but a real company on the side of Open Door to handle these customer-owned exclusives. Right. Customer-owned exclusives are owned by third-party sellers, so the homeowner, right? and they're advertised by Open Door Connect, so different company, yep. a non-MLS member, mm -hmm. licensed brokerage, mm -hmm. and its affiliated companies. Open Door Connect serves sellers only and does not represent buyers or provide buyer agency services. So that's how they're getting around the MLS. After the 14 days, Nicole, say the 14 days go by, you have your exclusive price on yeah. Open Door Exclusive. Op if it doesn't sell, right. Open Door will refer you to an agent. Right. And get a referral, referral fee. Referral fee. So, yes. so interesting yes. because Zillow forever has tried to figure out how to create seller leads. Seller leads. Right. If this works, if this takes off for Open Door, does Zillow go and copycat? Does does Redfin go copy? Does do do these other players go copy? Well, I mean, we're already we're already we're already copycatting it. Well, we're we're gonna get we're into our to copycat copy version, right? <laughs> and just and this is how. Listen, if you're an agent, a broker, a team leader, I think there's a copycat version for you. We'll get into that in just a second. Let, let's go down some of the other bullet points on the website. Website, by the way, Open Door Open Door exclusive website. It's fantastic. Okay, it's a fantastic website. Very easy to understand. Yep. The one thing that you, you can't find here is the commissions is the commission. Yes. I was going to call open door. Well, I was ready to put my house on the market to try to see what they were charging me, but I'm not in Dallas or in Austin. I, I was going to call open door and then I finally found it in the Inman article that it is 5%. five percent. We'll get in, We'll get into the, the finance here yeah. in, in just a second as well. All right. So appraisal match guarantee up to fifty thousand dollars. Property doesn't appraise. There's some type of appraisal match guarantee. I didn't get into the fine print on that. I don't know exactly how it works. Uh, open door is making a pretty big guarantee up to fifty thousand dollars. Well, they got their now, five percent. So. But, but they also say that we know how to price homes better than anybody, right. even the local expert. So our price is one that they believe in is going to appraise. Okay, right. back out anytime, get your money back. Okay, so even in if those you, fourteen days, in those fourteen days, you make me an offer. You're the you're a buyer. Mm -hmm and you make me the offer as a seller, I don't have to accept it. You can only make an offer for the list price. So we're Not, on the, What about over the list price? Only you, you, There's no, Open Door says there's no reason to make an offer over the list price because if there's multiple offers that come in, they're gonna give everybody a chance to increase. So this is called a, it says right here, a fourth. So you get 10 offers all at say the 282,750. Once they all come in, they you then go back to all of them and then ask, it goes back to everybody, and okay? they come back with their highest and their best. Correct. Okay. Say goodbye to bidding wars. Okay. Well, that so sounds like a bidding war. The price you see, well, potentially it could turn into one, but yeah. the price you see is the price you pay. That's the offer price that you would put in. So, so a seller knows going in, I'm putting out a price that I'm willing to accept, but this is a they're they're marketing this as a no haggle right. situation you're not allowed as the buyer to submit a lower offer right there's no negotiating the offer and there's no negotiating after inspections open door says that they will help you with repairs in an inspection well they're probably getting that american home shield policy Maybe. on there but the seller but the seller is not liable they're not even willing to negotiate through right. this okay the seller's paying five percent to open door 
What Opendoor is not doing is if the buyer is working with a buyer agent. Not paying them. Not paying them at all. So if the buyer wants to pay the buyer agent, it's on them. There on is the absolutely no buyer representation. Because it's not the MLS. Because it's not the MLS. This is a marketplace that, that Opendoor has created, which they believe is going to be easier. Maybe it may be. In some situations, I think yeah. rare would be the case. It could be easier for sellers. It's certainly not easier for buyers no. to try to navigate this process on, on, no. on their own. Sell your home without the hassle of listing. You're still listing on this marketplace. Yeah. Remember uh, Open Door, rather, was fined $62.5 million for deceptive yeah. marketing? Yeah. This They're still pretty, kind of like this is pretty. doing a little Why bit Why wouldn't that. you want to, like, I don't understand. What's the hassle of, what is the hassle of listing? Right. What, what is, is the, the hassle? hassle? If you if you work with a professional <laughs> agent who knows what they're doing, the hassle isn't there. The agent's doing all the work. I don't and know oh, what by the, the way, is. I feel like it's a more of a hassle to list on your own. Many agents, let's get into the money here. They're charging 5%. Many agents are charging 5% in this country. Correct. It's negotiable, right? Yeah. So it could be six, could be less, could be right. more, could be right on. Let's just say it's five. Right. They're coming in and they're actually going to oftentimes split that or have some type of a split right. with the buyer agent. Right. Open Door is not willing to do that. No, they're not even doing that. They're just taking your money because they're they gotta cover all these mortgage gaps here. Or I would argue that <clears throat> this for sale by owner solution by Open Door is more expensive than actually working with the top agent agents team in your marketplace. Yes. This marketplace that they've created is a bigger expense with less representation Let's, for buyers and but sellers. But step back a little bit though too because if you go to their website, they're actually showing you that they're listing it on this Open Door exclusive site below what it is actually going to hit the MLS for. Right, so there's so two they're prices. they're already Great point. slashing these sellers' prices by, one of them was almost... So you 15, see, you see, three hundred forty thousand on the right. It's yeah, crossed out and graded. We'll, we'll we'll scroll through scroll through this. So if you're on yeah. YouTube, you can get the visual. Three hundred twenty six thousand four hundred is the fourteen day. So it's exclusive for three more days. This one in particular that we're looking at. One oh eight. I love the hype. It's like quick, get it before it hits MLS. So I love the strategy. One oh eight Rock but... Haven Drive in Alvarado, Texas. It's listed for three twenty six four on the exclusive website, but it's going to go on the MLS at three forty. So for a buyer seeing that, to your point, oh. You know, I'm I'm saving this amount of money, grand. but I'm also representing myself, myself in the transaction right. as the buyer. Okay, There's but the a seller's now out twenty grand there, and then they're still being charged another five percent to list it. So I mean, they're now out even more money than if they were to actually list it. So. Uh, who will be my agent is one of the FAQs. You will work with a licensed Open Door Connect agent who will guide licensed? and represent you throughout this process. Remember, though, Open Door these are going to be these are going to be employees, right? Yeah. One of the reasons why Open Door has had trouble like selling a lot of these properties way under what they bought them for is because they relied so much on their algorithm. They're not going to you're not going to pay somebody a W two um, salary to go out and look at a house and see what the value is, right? Now, it, it says very clearly in here- Well, that's probably why they're moving woo over there because they got to get those numbers your right. Your connect agent is going to be over the phone. Right. These are specialists available to you between eight and eight over the phone. Mm -hmm. So these licensed people are just working with you just like they're working with, they're basically a call center giving you some advice this, on know, how I'm to exhausted. get through the process. This is exhausting, right? yeah. The, the reason why Open Doors in my opinion, has struggled with their relying on their algorithm on pricing is because you're not going to send a W-2 employee out to go do this. Just like you're not going to send a W-2 out 
employee out to go actually work with people and help them understand the process. Mm -hmm. They're going to do it from a phone call. Mm -hmm. And the reason why agents haven't been disrupted is because they go out and they price these homes before they ever get a dime. Right. They go out and get in the house and get in with, with people right. before a closing ever happens. They only get paid if, if right. deals actually well, take place. And they're place. like hugging them if it's like a sad situation and petting yeah. the dog. And I mean, I, I think Open Door would, having would, a coffee. would debate how much value that's adding, but yeah. I, well, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so that it goes through the whole FAQs. Um, I, I think it's, again, the website, Open Door exclusives. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Let's mm-hmm. get into where you can benefit as an agent. Yeah. I think you go through this website. I think you go through the model in which that they've shown you. They've laid mm-hmm. it all out on their website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Open Door wants to scale this to other locations. Right. This is a feature that Open Door is hoping will be profitable for them. They're not going to have to own as many homes. Right. And they can get these referral fees to the MLS. The referral fees will probably be the biggest. They can get these 5% fees. 20% of uh, homes that have been listed on exclusive have sold. Do you have to be an open door affiliate to get the the? I'd imagine you're going to have to have some type of relationship with them, just like a, you know, a Zillow lead or a realtor.com or whatever. But you could take this blueprint on their website. You could go create a secondary company in your marketplace. Mm -hmm. And you could create a marketplace within your state. Me and Nicole were, we were just kind of he was putting my back of the on napkin the line. here. Yeah, putting my I was brokerage. He's making my own brokerage. Nicole's brokerage license. And we're going to put it over here. Mm-hmm. Non MLS, 14 day exclusive for the state. And the state. there's a fee. Maybe there it's not 5% fee. open door. I don't think it could be 5%. I think you undercut open door. You you have to. You have, you will. Right? Ideally, we end up getting the, like a listing. I mean, I don't know that we're actually selling it on this side, you, but. You, you have the you have your own team over reduced, here. It has to be for a reduced rate. It's it's the only way that it makes freaking sense. It doesn't do, make sense any other way. You do a referral fee if they don't listen. What's the advantage, Nicole? For a I, I see a clear advantage for Open Door. for the people that decide to do this, you're charging them five percent, and you're not huge. paying out a buyer agent, dude. This is a money maker. This is very money profitable. Maker. Yeah, for Open Door to do little work, they're not sending anybody out. Um, to you, they're, they're doing some listing photography, so they're going to send that out. You sell five and you make a hundred grand. I there, mean, there's a specialist over the phone. Very, very profitable it. for Open Door to do this exclusive program. Tell me what the benefit. Is. We know there's no benefit for buyers because they now have to go pay out of their pocket. Which I think having that option in the future is going to become more relevant. That's a whole nother can of worms, right? What's, s- what's the advantage for a seller? I'm I'm been questioning you on that for the last 15 minutes. I see no, I don't, you actually see a benefit for a seller at 5%. What is the benefit for a seller, whether it's open door or somebody else going on to this 14 day exclusive marketplace, which doesn't have a lot of awareness. You got to pump a lot. The reason why open door is not everywhere in every single market on this is because they own homes in these, in these two yeah, communities I don't see and they have inventory benefit. they got to get rid of. The only it's benefit, very expensive for them to market to yeah. all these communities that we have built a new marketplace. The only benefit that I see is maybe some extra eyeballs getting on it before it actually hits the MLS. But I don't really see it like the actual sale happening in those 14 days being any type of benefit. I don't, I don't Unless see it's a it. great property that it, but, but to get buyer, aware of this new marketplace takes time takes a lot of yeah, marketing dollars okay five percent so i i agree with you and, and and i just recently was re-educated i almost sold my property in connecticut off market off okay? market you thought you um, were now i'm not an advocate of selling property i want to hold them but i couldn't airbnb this i'm not here all the time right. so i bought a new property basically rolled that money into the to the new property yeah. nicole's renovating that 
which we'll share some of the renovations. You are on BAM? Uh, on BAM, yeah. Oh, no, probably not on BAM. Uh-oh. Somewhere. We're going to just on follow the real world? Yeah. The, the podcast Anyways. is going to be do, showing updates. Any, <laughs> Anyways, when I, when I sold my place, I almost sold it off market. Right. And I was like, you know what? I and want this hassle-free, in, in, in open doors terms, I want this hassle-free, haggle-free sale. So I'm selling this property off market. Was to it hassle-free? It wasn't hassle-free. The guy was completely trying to undercut the yeah, deal all over the a place. A seller should if, never be representing themselves. If I was not like savvy in yeah. the business, I would have never killed the deal. I ended up sending him a text and said, why don't you just have your attorney kill this deal? Well, I think you were much more rude. I was much more direct. Much and, ruder than that. And fired up. Oh. Let's kill the deal, bro, because you keep trying to bro? nickel and dime me yeah. all over the place. It was. I was going to sell the property at basically seven hundred thousand dollars. It was. It was, it was actually a little bit less. It, it was, was like an explosion. It was like six ninety eight. I was going to, and it was all cash. And I'm like, this is going to be hassle free. No, it was nothing but a hassle. He was writing me all these emails, which were fifteen paragraphs long. Yeah. For the average seller to go through all that information yeah. would have been. Very emotional would have been very. You were very time emotional. Consuming. You were very emotional. Then what did I do? I hired Nicole as my agent. Yeah. Listed the house on the open market for seven hundred and fifty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Got multiple offers. Sold it for full asking price, and even with paying commissions because mm -hmm. we had a, another buyer, a of buyer course. agent come in. Yep. I still pocketed way more yeah. money I than I would a, have selling it direct well, with no hassle. It was well, no that's hassle. just it. Like, like the the that like the the. I mean, there were so many hiccups along the way. So, and the only reason you knew about them was because Carolina was asking. I'm like, we don't need to talk about what's happening. Like, we're fine. This line that Open Door continues to use, this crutch. I just don't know. That what, yeah. there's a better way to sell than conventional real estate agents. Open Door, you're charging more money than the conventional process. And I promise you, it isn't hassle and haggle free. I just went through an example of it. And it wasn't hassle and haggle free. And when I use the conventional process, it saved me money. I made more money and it was less of a struggle to get through the process. Right. And he's happy. So and the buyer's happy. Every time you say this, sell your home without the hassle of listing. Number one, that's not true. You're listing into the marketplace. Right. Every time you say this, you're, you're continuing to tell the lie that you were fined for. Now, is... And at the bottom, I mean, this is going to be our whole podcast. This How, is, this, I, mean, I know Bobby, I'm going deep is, into to is, open door. Really? This is like a 30 minute just at the at the bottom bracket. at the bottom of um, the first article. And we're mm -hmm. going to link up all three links. The mm -hmm. two Inman articles. We're going to link up the the website. This is an example of he's talking about Eric Wu again. Yep. This is an example of entrepreneurial activity. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I think it's it's not working right now. Maybe somebody comes in and saves this brand and, and it, and it like, I'm thinking of it like a compass situation. Maybe somebody comes, buys them and buys them. Yeah. Yeah. But our industry needs more entrepreneurial activities. Okay. And I agree yep. with that. We need people like Eric Wu who are willing to take risks and push change from a philosophical, philosophical standpoint. Love it. Just stick with it. From a philosophical <laughs> I can't read and talk. I'm dyslexic in that way. Sorry. Um, philosophical. From a philosophical standpoint. Yes. Thank you, Nicole. Mm -hmm. She's I got the degree. I don't. Mm -hmm. That pushes the entire industry to be better. Mm -hmm. And I agree. Yes. What, what Eric Wu has done is it, it's made 
everybody better. Yeah. Now well, it's making us have com- we're we're scribbling new business plans Chris, on the back of his face. Chris Smith put up a tweet recently saying a lot of people are going to bury Eric because it's easy. It's red meat right of now course. to pounce on. But he says he created an iconic brand with Open Door. I don't think it's iconic. Well, but I think it. I think we've just spent an hour talking about I it. Agree. And I agree. And listen, I think what he's done, his entrepreneurial activities have pushed the industry. The brand itself of Open Door, ask people in the Northeast, the regular homeowner, what Open Door is in the Northeast. They have no idea what it is. For sure. Okay. So For maybe sure. it's, maybe it's iconic in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Okay. But it's not iconic. It hasn't changed the game. It's actually somewhat proven to not work out. And this whole ease of transaction hasn't been proven and and his distaste his attacks on agents mm-hmm. have continued to hurt him financially yeah. with his business endeavors but I do appreciate his entrepreneurial activities in the industry listen he had a big windfall when he when he sold out to Trulia got a lot of people to invest a lot of money in this and a lot of those people are probably writing that off as an L mm-hmm. in their in their hedge funds and in, in their investment <clears throat> funds all right. Well, that was fun. Let's go to racket number two. So open door racket, not a racket. Um, how about the marketplace? Is it a racket? I think the marketplace is a huge racket, but okay. it is something to be explored. I think it's not mm-hmm. a racket if you rip it off and duplicate it in your industry. In a, in a better in your way. market, rather. In a better way. Okay, racket number two. This is breaking news. This is, this is a total friggin' racket. All right. Action News Investigation. Real estate company accused of mm-hmm. deceptive practices. Data pulled from Philadelphia Records suggests the company may be focusing on minority neighborhoods. The company they're talking about is MV Realty. They're headquartered in Florida, but they have locations across the country. Right. <clears throat> We're talking right now about Philadelphia. Yeah. There's, there's Ohio in the article. Uh, so this real estate company... Uh, Philadelphia Records suggests the company is focusing on these minority neighborhoods. Rosetta Looper Grant, who is selling her Oxford Circle home, signed on to the agreement offered by MV Realty. They're approaching homeowners mm-hmm. who are she, not sellers. No, I think she signed this deal in March and then decided to sell in May. So yep. they're approaching these people well before they're ready even or they're willing even, to sell. Even yeah. if they're not even thinking about selling. Even if they're not, they're just, they're just hitting so, up doors. Yeah. So uh, Grant, who signed this agreement with MV Realty, she's obligated to use MV Realty. Mm-hmm. I want to keep saying MVP. There's an MVP Realty in Florida. I don't think there's any connection here, but MV Realty as her listing agent mm-hmm. after signing on with the Realtors Homeowner Benefit Program in March. Mm-hmm. MV Realty paid her $645 for initial exclusive rights for the opportunity to sell her property over a 40-year term this is the definition of buying listings you hear agents go in and they overprice a home to get the listing no they're actually paying money 645 dollars to acquire the listing on a 40 year term i mean most people in the last two years have gotten three month and six month listing terms i like to get one year listing terms because hey we're going to do more if you believe in what we're doing and you and you're a seller Let's go after it for the year. Here's yeah. why I need a year. But any, I've never really heard of anything over a year outside of new development. Yeah, three year, you know, five year. What's yeah. the, okay? When are we going to sell out the development? Let's yeah. sign a listing for that length. Right. 
But forty years. But this though goes deeper than that. They're not just they're not just giving them six hundred forty five dollars. You got to keep no. reading on. They're not just so, giving the six hundred forty five because you may say, "Whoa, gee, that's, that's not bad. That's, that's great." Bad. Hey. Um. Okay. So, but then in May, Looper Grant started second guessing her decision. I started feeling a little leery. A little leery. This is when the city of Philadelphia notified her a mortgage had been recorded on her property. A mortgage. They went around. If you watch the video first of all the guy introducing and you have to watch you have to watch the have actual watch the news video, video actually let's play let's play a clip right the now guy of the is, video. i want him on my news action news investigative reporter chad Padelli has been digging into city records and the data suggests the company may be focusing on minority neighborhoods Rosetta Loper Grant is selling her Oxford Circle home with MB Realty. She's obligated after signing this homeowner benefit program with the company in March. MB Realty paid her 645 bucks for initial exclusive rights for the opportunity to sell her property for up to 40 years. But then in May, I started feeling a little leery. The city of Philadelphia notified her a mortgage had been recorded on her property. I didn't see anything over there about my mortgage at the time, whereas they would have a, a lien. Our clients are telling us that they feel deceived. Carrie Smith is an attorney for Community Legal Services, which does pro bono work for low-income people. She says a half dozen homeowners have come to her seeking help after learning MV Realty recorded mortgages on their properties to secure their commission rights. She's critical of MV's contracts for this the 40-year term, the 3% termination fee of the home's value, and the forfeiting of customer rights to sue while MV can to enforce contracts. So they're they're going around, they're asking these people, did you know about a mortgage? Yeah. No, I, nobody Not said Not until I got the letter. They're going and asking people, and, and I think the investigators here, this is real journalism. I love this stuff. This is like the Newsweek stuff. Yeah. In, it's like the in blood dripping out of the... Oh, we're going to get into some blood in a second. Oh, my God. Terrible story. But they're shocked to understand that there's a mortgage. No, I'm I'm under under the understanding of that I'm getting $645 and if I, I ever sell with, with them and I have to list years. with them. Nope. Uh, I didn't see anything in there about my mortgage at the time, whereas they will be have a lien on my property. A lien. Okay, so basically they're putting a lien on the property. Uh, they have this 40-year term. They're the... Homeowner is never allowed to sue them. Right. They're allowed to sue the homeowner if right. the homeowner goes and lists with somebody else. Right. So even if I were, if we're family members, and right. in twenty years I want to just pass it down to my kids, yep. and sell it to them. Nope. You're gonna. They're gonna collect a three percent termination fee of the home's value. Of the value of the home. Okay, and I guarantee you that these slime balls are gonna come back. At, say in a year you want to honor your okay they they paid me the six hundred forty five bucks I'm gonna come back to them and yeah. I'm gonna say let's go list my house yeah at that point they're gonna say well our fee's three percent right but now if you wanna right get a buyer agent involved you know you got to give up to two and a half right. three so we're gonna do a six percent listing you know they're gonna switch and bait you there bait it's and awful. switch bait and switch it's awful so now there's a mortgage. So there's there's a Thanks. lien on the property and uh, and basically this whole thing is blowing up. They have five hundred. The state found five hundred mortgages just in the city of Philadelphia. The, the attorney general in Florida, because that, that's where this company is uh, headquartered. Florida's attorney general now uh, obviously calls it a deceptive scheme. Mm -hmm. This is a, this is a scheme for sure, for sure to swindle customers out of their home equity. 
Uh, Attorney General Ashley Moody filed a lawsuit Tuesday against Have you gone NB onto Realty. their website? We should see how many agents they have on there. I wonder if they're flocking. This is this is MV. insane. So I think you'll see this story kind of pop up throughout the week. Um, hopefully you're hearing it first on the real word. Total racket. MV Realty Holy should be hell. put out of business. This this is if they're a member of NAR, I mean they they should be completely stripped of their license. This is crazy to be, and the fact that they were just going to minority yeah. communities makes it even, much worse. Much worse obviously, yeah. you mm -hmm. know so. Uh, just a complete racket. Is there a way you could get a 40 year listing ethically? Yeah. Have them sign a 40 year listing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the ethical yeah. way. You're probably only going to get away with that with like your parents, or but something. putting like a mortgage yeah. on someone's home. Oh my. Hey mom, we're going to sign a 40 year listing. I just don't want you listing with another agent. It would be completely embarrassing to my career if you did that. Right. All right. Uh, left, middle, right. These are the headlines in politics. Real estate entrepreneurs and agents need to know. We definitely have one you need to know about. The second one, I kind of just threw it in here. It's a very terrible story, but I do want to mention. Well, you didn't I, just throw it in here. You deliberately yeah. put it in there. We've it's had, in there. We had All multiple right. conversations about what's it. The, what are the, what's the first right, headline? The first one is CNBC. Supreme Court likely to rule that Biden student loan plan is illegal, experts say. Here's what that means for borrowers. Yeah, the, the official ruling hasn't come down, but people believe that the Supreme Court's going to say, you know what? You can't do this. You can't go and forgive all of this. We covered this on a left, middle, right. Okay, and, and at the time I said, you know, it looked like this was going to happen at the time. So I said, hey, if this happens, this is an opportunity to use in your marketing, in your advertising for uh, people who, you know, millennial demographic is this huge demographic of home buyers right now, but they're strapped with this student loan debt. It's killing the dream of home ownership for a lot of people. Right. So you might want to be out in front of your database, your community and say, hey, here's the information and here's how now we can get you, you've, you've freed up your uh, debt to loan income, your ratio. Here's how we can get you into a house. Use that as a marketing pitch, right? right. I got a lot of heat on TikTok for saying that, but it, it just seemed obvious to oh, me. Oh, but that sounds like that. that's what you were looking to do. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. And now, same thing, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't care what the government does. You know, you can debate whether this is a, you know, a good decision by the Supreme Court. Certainly it would increase inflation. You give more free money out. So maybe that was a consideration in, mm -hmm. in, in the, during these times. Um, you know, there was no solution to hold the universities accountable. It's not like they were going to stop giving out free mortgages. So, so I think you, although, you know, I'm, I'm basically saying that I, I'm with 40% of the country that say you just don't give out the free money yeah. and forgive student loan debts. 50% mm -hmm. of Americans though, wanted this to be forgiven. I bet you a whole bunch of them had student loan debts, right? Of course. Right? I mean, makes sense. I don't care what the government does either way. You can use this mm -hmm. as an opportunity to market to these same people. Okay, bad news. You're not getting your loan forgiven. We're going to host an educational uh, seminar here in the office. We're going to host some webinars with a financial planner right. on how to build a budget so that in 24 months, despite the fact that you have this debt, you can continue to pay down the student loan debt and build towards home ownership. Right. I'm gonna put you on a 24 month plan, build a plan. If you're in a, in a community where there's a ton of recent college grads yeah. looking for mm. rents and places mm. to buy, yeah. build the 24 month plan in your community 
have it articulated like Open Door did a great job with their exclusive plan. Right. To go out and use that in your marketing. Let's be honest, though. I mean, that should be happening regardless of whether there is any type of student loan debt. I just did that. I went to that high school. You know, I was trying to get people. Yeah, you did the the job fair. How'd that go? I did great. I have to tell you. So I sat there with a mortgage person. Nicole did a job fair at a local high school for people interested in real estate. If you're building a team, if you're looking for interns this might be something you might consider so what i loved again i i I partnered up with again we were both alumni she was a mortgage broker and it was lovely to see the amount of students that were asking real questions like how do i build credit how does how do i make how does my teach that no they're like how do i make bad credit like it was all it was it was lovely it was beautiful she again she was sort of talking to them about not getting into the mortgage industry more about buying a house you know out of high school because you can get one when you were 18 or 19 but it was again it was I I think they were great it was a great experience regardless of there being actual student loan debt because it was a hard one because obviously there were these individuals were coming with their parents so and they're high school so they don't have the student loan debt yet no they don't but again like when they're with their parents and of course their parents like it's college so when they asked me what bad debt was i'd say well it's college bad bad debt is college i I, I went to college i had college debt college luckily my parents paid for it but uh credit cards that's all in the bad debt category yeah in college, you can't even file bankruptcy. So for. I think I again I think Homes these are, are love, I, I think having any toy type of seminar for any like any, like yeah. especially this time of year, everyone is home from college between Christmas and probably the second week of January. Invite them in, tell hey. them about credit, tell them about how to build good credit, tell them when they freaking apply for those credit cards but, as they're walking through. Here, like here's where back a lot of to, agents like, are gonna are gonna come up with an excuse. Well, I'm going to have all these college kids. I'm going to do all this stuff. And none of them are going to, they're just all going to go back to college. Okay, but but we, here's the thing. You're building your database. You're getting all these well, emails. We talked about this phone numbers. episodes ago. You're and, building a career, not a year. And how many, how many kids in college yeah. are going to have a parent over or parents over the next two, three, four years that say, Hey, we're going to, we're thinking about selling the house. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, I'm on this newsletter. These guys are fun. They're fantastic. Yeah. They throw this great party every year. Yeah. Uh, they had me in for this. Definitely. You should listen definitely, to that's because of the party. <laughs> you should definitely go talk to them, right? Okay. Uh, what's anyway, the second, sorry. What's oh, the second sure. headline? Uh, this is the New York Post. University of Idaho murders update. What we know so far. Yeah. I don't know if you've been following this. This is a tragedy. The stabbing of four college students in Idaho. There's not much that... You know, there's no positives on this story. There's zero positives. So I'm not, I'm not even highlighting a positive. I was just, I, I just was thinking about it. And there's, there's a company. You weren't just thinking about it. You've been falling into holes. You've been talking to insurance folks. I hate seeing, now that I have kids, I hate seeing these stories. And I, and I like start to look at them because like, I'm like, oh my gosh. It's just so traumatic. But, um, years ago, before Mm -hmm. we even did the real world pod, I was, I did a, uh, an episode of an old podcast mm-hmm. and it, when we were talking about people dying in the house and what that does to the property value, value of the house. Of if there's a tragedy in the house, there's a lot of data that shows you 20 or more percent of a discount. Right. I mean, I'm sure and everyone's this, seen the Netflix special on uh, what is his name? Dahmer. Right. I mean, 
there was this company that reached out to us at the time. It's called diedinthehouse.com. Has anyone ever died in your house? I'm so this sorry. Is, what? So th this is a website. Where did you find this? Diedinhouse.com. You is don't the respond website. to my texts, but you're finding no, the, died in the house. They reached out to me years ago and they said, Hey, you did that episode. We'd love to talk to you. We did what? we did a little episode with them. So you can put in your address and um, has, put anyone, in my address? has anyone died 55. in this address? You want to put on yours right here? Live yeah. on the yeah. Live on the real word. Uh, there, it is. there it is. I mean, my house is 1875. Uh, Connecticut law does not consider death, no matter how it occurred to be a material fact that is required to be disclosed. If a oh. buyer asks the seller in writing, then the seller and or agent must disclose the death if they know. I love it. So they're basically, so I guess for that state, they're saying, hey, this isn't, so in states where they disclose, it probably pops up. Um but then they do other reporting. So meth you lab. should tell everybody. And meth lab. Oh my God. Do you know how it many? It says yes for meth lab on, on your house, by the what? way. What? <laughs> it doesn't. Joking. All right. Um, here's what I, here's what it got me thinking. It got me thinking meth about this old labs. company, diedinhouse.com. Hey, if diedinhouse.com, we should reconnect. We, we should, we should talk. Uh, maybe there's something with BAM there because I think it's just a, it's People just a funny do ask. company. People yeah. do ask. People I ask actually that appreciate that they're saying that for Connecticut because I feel like now, as agents, we could push everybody. Yeah. Like, go to this website. It'll tell you in, exactly what you need to know. In the comments, what's the law in your... Is is there a disclosure law in your state for people dying in the house? Anyways, yeah, we going back to, to this story, I called my insurance agent. I'm like, imagine owning that house. Yeah. And... It's you, over. You, you just had this national story. Mm -hmm. The house is shown all the time. All the time. In fact, I mean, put up the New York uh, Post and there's photo. multiple there's blood dripping down the foundation. Yeah, I don't understand that. There's a four-person stabbing. You don't want to put that in? All right, Bobby says no. We're not putting that in. You can go look it up. It's in the New York Post. You've probably seen the photo yourself. This is graphic. This is disgusting. It was a stabbing. Who would ever buy this house? Yeah. So you basically have to tear this house down. Right. You basically do. I mean, there's blood dripping on the foundation. Right. You have to tear this house down. Yeah. There's no chance somebody's going to buy this house. I don't care what kind of renovation you, you go in and do and make this thing look pretty. It is not going to be desirable. I don't even want to step foot in there knowing well, what happened. But I, I'm kind of curious, though, so, if no matter what is built there, if... I right. So I say to my insurance agent, this person had the worst luck of all time, the, the owner, owner of the house. Mm -hmm. Not the worst luck. Obviously, the parents, well, the family members. Okay, yeah. so the second Cheapers. worst luck of all time, yeah. right? In terms of homeowner, I'm just keeping this into like a real estate somewhat category here. Yeah. So they're now stuck with this. She said, well, the insurance will come in and, and do a it. cleanup. But right. what are you going to clean up this place? And nobody's ever going to step foot in there. So you're like, you said before the show, foreclose on it. Well, I, no, no, no. I would, you would do I, like the, in, in lieu of keys and you, you hand your keys over. That's a hit and, on your, your credit. And, I mean, what else do you have to do? Yeah. What, what if you own the house cash? What it, well, yeah, I mean, you knock it down. You knock, you it, knock down. it down and make or, it what? I don't know. Or maybe a park. You, you donate it to the town. Maybe well, the town will buy it. That's from what. You? That's what. Again, They're, the Dahmer. What the Dom? The, that apartment complex that Dahmer was a part of. They knock it down, and now it's a beautiful grassy area in the middle yeah. of the city. You donate. I would donate it. Donate it. Donate it. Donate yeah, it. Yeah, maybe donate. Get a tax write off, depending on on what type of personal situation. I, I called know. the insurance agent to see: Is there any coverage for zero for coverage? Someone? There's no coverage for this. Insurance companies might be a, a little add-on. Maybe, I, you know, right? hey. Just for murder? You want yeah, a 50? 50 bucks? I mean, it doesn't happen nobody that would often. Buy that. Actually, I nobody, would. nobody would buy that. Are you expecting? I don't know. I mean, I got crazy... meth labs in it my would house. Have to, it would have to, like, 
encompass some other wild stuff outside Ooh, of just murder. Could you imagine though? So... Cause then more husbands may murder more wives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think there's, I think that's a no go. Okay. We totally digress. Anyways, this is an awful situation. Terrible. That was maybe the worst topic I've ever covered. Although I think if you've never checked out diedinhouse.com or you were unaware of that, you may be, that may be a link that you send out to your, are we keeping this in this podcast? Yeah. That yeah. might be a link that you send out to your buyers. If they ask you, Hey, just go on here. I don't know, but maybe you can go on here. Anyways, at the end of the day, I do hope that they find episode 250 whomever, was long. Whomever is killing these people. Cause you're saying that you, you fell into a hole and it's happened yeah. before. Yeah. So it was action packed. We've done 250. I want you to sign right now a 40 year agreement. You can agreement. put a mortgage on my house. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to lean you personally. Personally. Uh, all your personal business endeavors. Uh-oh. To do a contract to do the real word for another 40 years. Is that years. is this a, this is this, so this is this is legally binding? Yeah, that's legally <laughs> binding. It's been a pleasure to do 250 oh, with you. Oh, I agree. I was looking back and it's 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 funny. It's fun. We used to have fun. Yeah. No, we still do. I still have fun. Sure. I have fun. She doesn't. It's episode 2,330. Jeepers Creepers. Oh. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers. I'm going to be 80. We're like, all right, I'm going to be trying to keep our teeth in. Love doing this show. Love everybody that has followed along. For sure. Love to hear from you in the comments. If you're enjoying the show, please consider subscribing to BAM YouTube and reviewing the podcast if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. And uh, we'll see you next week on episode 251. See you guys. Keep it real. Look at that.